Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black Sheep Rising, episode 42. What? Yeah, we're getting up there. Answer to 42. You. 42. The life, the universe, and everything. Oh, I didn't even fucking put that together. Oh, you're so right, man. This is going to be a special episode. This is, so if you can figure out the code behind this episode, you could figure out the meaning behind life, the universe, and everything. This is actually episode 43. No, no, it's... Because you always skip the first one that you labeled episode triple zero. Okay, so last, so in your, in your universe... Last episode was 42, which and, is the... In the real universe where the first episode would have been the first episode, not episode zero. Okay, so all you code breakers out there, keep that in mind. You might have to unravel both this episode and last episode <laughs> to figure out what the code is. I don't know. Get back to me. Leave us a, leave us a posting on the face space, uh, maybe on the uh, YouTube, wherever you can get to. Reach don't me. Don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. That's not the message. Don't worry about that. It doesn't have anything to do with Ovaltine. Hold on. That was the message. Remember in uh, A Christmas Story when he got the Little Orphan Annie decoder? Never watched it. You've never seen A Christmas Story? I've never watched it as a sane adult, as a, um, a upstanding, stable adult, so I don't know any of the... I watched it when I was Free in Rock. kindergarten. Really? Remember the kindergarten. movie? Of course. Where he gets the Little Orphan Annie decoder, and then at the end of the episode, all right, kids... If you have your little orphan Annie decoder ring, get ready. Here's tonight's secret message. And then they give out the string of numbers. And he's sitting there in the bathroom decoding. And the mom's banging on the door. Your little brother needs to go to the bathroom. We'll be on in a minute, mom. <laughs> and he gets done. And it says, remember to drink your Ovaltine. Oops, that was the wrong one. That's the one I was looking for. The only thing I remember from that show is when he's holding the lug nuts in his hands. And he was like, fuck. Fuck. (laughs) That's the only thing I remember. I didn't say Hey, my name is Conan. And Daryl is here, of course. And Eric's back. Yep. Now that I've found out that he lives right there. (laughs) Right right there. uh, He's going to come on more often. I don't have far to go. And if he doesn't come on, I'm going to get his... Craftsman wife on the show so we can talk knitting. <laughs> it's a post-apocalyptic life skill. I know, exactly. So, Daryl, you need to start raising the sheep so that Stormy has um, knitting material because you're not going to be able to just go down to the store and pick this crap up. Do you know how to shear do you know how to shear sheep? No. Do you know how to uh, put the old you're not going to survive the, old, survive the collapse. The, the right? wool and the knitting and all. He doesn't even want to. He doesn't even want to make it toward matrix levels. He doesn't even want to upload, man. He's just ready. He's just ready to end it all. Not yet. Give yeah. me five years. Five years? No, man. You're just being so. All right, that seven. Is so lame. Being so lame about all seven. This. You're all right, Daryl. Oh, so yeah, we're all here. Uh, what happened this week? Anything? Uh, something, something just happened to you on the way here, didn't it? Yeah, some jackass wearing dark clothes at night decides to just walk in front of cars driving up Main Street and then wants to pretend that it's my fault that he almost got hit. You got knocked the fuck out, man! 
But here in Keene, see, this is one of the biggest problems. You have the silly pedestrian right-of-way that, That's actually a New Hampshire law, I believe. Is it? But the you have to read the, the law a little more. The yield to pedestrian. You got to read the law a little more carefully because the cops will still cite you for it, even if, like, you didn't actually break the law because the law says they're, they have to actually be in the road. Oh, so, this guy was in the middle of the fucking well, road. To stop. Wearing dark clothes. Yeah, but the, that's a problem. at night, <laughs> nowhere near a streetlight. Isn't that a law to be <laughs> to be out on the road on foot? If you, you would, if you would hit clothing? that guy, I'm I'm assuming that Daryl probably would have been. Uh, it would all been heaped on his yeah. yeah doorstep with a with a ribbon even yeah tied around it. You just killed this this poor. This is this was someone's son, Daryl, and you slew him, just like those ducks that were slain in Nashua <laughs> last month. Show me the bodies. Dungy. I know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's not about the bodies. It's about the representative and him getting away with but it. Yeah, if you're going to be out walking in the street in dark if clothing at night. If the guy wasn't a state rep, nobody would have given a fuck about the ducks. And if the guy was a Republican, then the guy that put on the duck vigil wouldn't, wouldn't have, have given a shit. So I, no, I agree with that. But I think that if someone had killed five ducks in front of you, in front of a group of people... Yes, that you would have heard about it. Yeah. Whether it would have made it in the paper, there wouldn't have been a vigil. But right. the well, I don't know. That might have been, but I mean, that there would have been more than one person that spoke to the cops about. I saw somebody kill ducks. It's like someone dunked that guy in itching powder or something. I know. He's been <coughs> chewing on himself that the whole guy, time. Guy for any of the radio listeners is Conan's retarded dog. <laughs> <laughs> he is that guy. He's the star of the show. It's G. No, he's not. He's oh, irritated. He's here too. Like his skin is irritated. He's all dry. Yeah, it's just that's what happens in, in the winter here, and they, no moisture. Probably got some salt on him. So you didn't hit the guy. Did not hit the guy. Stopped a good eight, ten feet away from him, but he still wanted to pretend like I damn near ran him over. So he gave you. So you. She almost ran him over, and he gives you one of these. Gives you one of these? No, I, I didn't almost run him over. I stopped at least 10 feet away from him. But he was him. still a bitch and got up in you like that. Like, yeah. what was what, what? What? You're not going to yeah. slow down for me? Who, who do you think he is? What do you think? This is New York? You think this is New York? You just, you well, just get up the, on me like that? One of the biggest problems in Keene, people start walking this across the street before even looking. They don't even look. They don't even look. They just start walking. And that's what I was going to ask. expect you to stop. Did you see the guy cross the road? Did he actually look both ways? Or he just, just, just storm right out in the middle of the damn street? I don't know. I saw him, and he was in the middle of the street. <clears throat> these guys, man, I'll tell you what. these ki- Most of them are kids, too. No, this no they're old, old guy. These guys are going to go back to their wherever they live, Connecticut, Rhode <laughs> Island, wherever they're coming from, New York, and they're going to immediately get killed. And they're going to be like, hey, he, was such, he, he was someone's son. And he learned bad habits yeah. and keen. Learn not, oh, not how to cross the road properly. The, the, the worst is down near the college. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. That's what, I'm ta- that's what I'm saying. Most of these seem to be the college kids. But, yeah, right. The guy that I almost um, – that the guy that I didn't slow down for a month ago coming back from the same event gave me one of these numbers when I didn't slow down for him. I didn't see him. There was no street light. He's wearing dark clothing. Yeah. I didn't even see him until I got right up on him. He was probably the same guy. But he was, expecting me to, he was expecting me to stop and slow down for him. Because that's the law. Or then yeah. there's the guy who's standing at the edge of the road at the crosswalk, but he's not looking at traffic. And then when you stop, he just stands there. It's mm-hmm. like, why are you standing so close to the road if you're not going to cross the road? Or he's a half mile off 
waiting for the light to turn so he can cross the walk, and you're the only truck on the vehicle. On the, on the <laughs> your only truck. <laughs> How drunk are you right now? I'm not at all, actually. I'm drinking coffee. No, you're you're the only truck on the road. He's a half mile off. He has every opportunity in the world to pass across the road. Still pushing the button. Pushing the button. And then it changes right when you get to him. Right. It's like motherfucker. You could have pe- you could have crossed the damn road. Which is stupid and keen because two minutes ago when you want to cross, it doesn't just shut down the lane that would cross your crosswalk that you want to use. Shuts it shuts the entire down. intersection down. Well, there is no traffic movement at all because somebody could turn right on red, and we can't have. But that. that's illegal already. If the cross, if the if the walk sign is lit, then it is illegal to make a right hand turn on red. Asinine. You know what? They need it. They, I am in favor of removing all of the lights, all the signage, the whole nine from the from at least the fucking rotunda down on Main Street, because all those lights they don't they they're not helping anybody. That one's kind of yeah. The, that's the point of a rotary, isn't it? So continuous flow of traffic. Right, but Central Square is not a proper roundabout. Because no, a proper roundabout the road. Well, oh, because it's called a square for one thing. Well, no. <laughs> Well, yeah, aside from the fact that whoever designed that failed geometry, a roundabout, the road comes in the middle of the fucking circle, not at the top and the bottom of the circle. But it would still work, though. I mean, yeah, if, yeah, if, still you took, work. if you took all those lights out, traffic would flow smooth. Dude, I mean, when I, when I drive through there early in the morning when there's, you know, there's no traffic, well, I guess that's not a good well, see, point see, to compare to because it's not, I'm not competing no, with see, anyone else. The, the problem is that West Street can continue straight onto Roxbury if everybody had to turn. Well, no, that'd be fine because they'd still be staying on the outside. They, and they would be, still be a part of. Sometimes when I'm on uh, Winchester, going straight, going to Main Street that way, I'm I'm essentially going straight. Yeah. Through right, but the intersection or the roundabout. At Winchester, where Winchester and Main Street intersect, it doesn't go at the bottom of the roundabout, and then you've got four other roads splitting off. That doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. No big deal. It would work. It would work very smoothly. I'm and, saying it could work if you didn't allow people to drive straight across and you, and you, and you would have no, less. You would have less traffic jams, and you would have safer pedestrians because the pedestrians would be looking... Uh, and they wouldn't be stopping traffic the way that they do. Right. The roundabout could easily work. The right-hand lane is the first right, which would be down Main Street, or straight through. That would work in every intersection. So if you're coming down Court Street, you could either go West Street or go down Main Street if you're on the right-hand lane. If you're on the left-hand lane, that means you can go Roxbury or go around to to Washington Street. You'd be fine. It'd be fine. That isn't how the world works, pal. That's how fucking rotaries work. (laughs) I'm... No... The central square is not designed as a rotary. Yeah, it could That's be. That's designed Easily. as a clusterfuck. <laughs> it well, it work. is now. There, the there stupid, are too many are too roads many lanes. coming in at the same spot. All you'd have to do it would is, not work as a rotary. Is narrow down uh, the incoming into the square from Main Street down to two lanes, and you'd be fine. Daryl, you can't handle the truth. Yes, it's I can all good. handle the truth. It would work just fine. And by the way, as, as long as we're on these fucked up <laughs> people on the highways, whenever you're on the interstate and you're driving down, you have the right of way. If someone is coming off the off ramp, 
do not slow down for the guy on the off-ramp. Keep going the regular speed. The guy on the off-ramp, is his, it's his responsibility to speed up or slow down and get onto the road. Fucking can't stand people who slow down to let me on. Why is the on-ramp from West Street going south on 9? Why does it go down to one lane and then go straight back to two? I've never understood that. It should've, it should've, when they redid that construction, they should have made it the two lanes. Central planners, man, you, you should, love them. Idiots. You should write a letter to the city council. Man, I could, I could, man, I'd have to right. write a book on changing all these stupid like. <laughs> yeah. th- there's no reason it needs to be 30 miles an hour from here to here. Uh, it's stupid. There's no road. You know, it's a straight road or whatever. Just, just work within the system. I say what we should do since the work r- within the system. Hold on. The roundabout, like at, the, system. the roundabout the system at 101 and Winchester Street is not properly signed. I think we should buy the correct sign, go out there, put it up, and underneath say, brought to you by Free Keen, because the city <laughs> yeah. of Keen wouldn't do it. <laughs> or if we get like a stop, because I want to get some of these stop signs taken down in my neighborhood <laughs> that are ridiculous. Or the stop sign there on the new school street or wherever it is. What's the... What's that new street they just paved and put the new granite slabs up in the whole nine? And there's a ridiculous stop sign there. It's on a T. It's not even a four-way. It's a three-way. That's always been there. It's like, no, but why is it there? I think it's. I think they were trying to prevent people using it as a through road, but people use it as a through road anyways. It's ridiculous. It's, they, they want people to go down to the square. And, and guess where the cops sit, by the way? Where's it, the, 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 At the school. The, the stop sign watchers. They sit right there, and they're catching people. Because they know everyone just drives through it. Because they would fucking drive through it if they're. Smart. Oh, you're talking about there at the uh, the Waldorf School. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that, no, no, that's no, a different uh, intersection. No, no. Yeah, that one. But the but that's not as big a deal as the one if you go down towards the court just a little bit. Brand new. It's uh, everything is brand friggin' new, but it's an old street. It's uh, yeah. That oh, that stop uh, sign's been there forever. Middle Street. Uh-huh. That could be yeah. I there's think, a stop I sign. There's there's three stop signs there on a three way. They're all in compl- completely useless. Maybe the one on the actual T is all right, but the but the straight right, through the straight through. I think oh, it's man. to prevent people using it as a through street, but people use the through street anyway, so it's obviously useless. Absolutely ridiculous. Big have a big problem with all that. Yeah. But yeah, there's some stop signs here in my neighborhood that I like to get taken down. And yeah, so after we get the city council to finally take them down, we can put another little put small it. sign underneath it saying, "This stop sign no is this stop sign is no longer brought to you thanks to Free Keen." <laughs> Really, <laughs> just replace half of the fucking stop signs with yield signs. Yeah, every yes. pretty much stop signs should be yield signs, and we need to change the law that a red light is acts like a stop sign. If it's safe to go, you are you can go if you're at a red light. I actually think I that, do that there anyways. is proposed legislation in the state house on that. That would be great because if you're driving at three in the morning, you're sitting at a freaking red light, and there's no traffic. What the? Why are you sitting there? Yeah, well, it every, should be well, a everywhere stop else, sign. Everywhere else, they turn the blinky red lights right. at night, and you can go through. You stop. Yeah, you what's look. up with that? When I got back here, they don't turn the blinky lights on. Nope, there are none. Pretty much everything was blinking reds at 10 o'clock until 6 in the morning hmm. when I lived here. I've never lived anywhere where they turned all the red lights to blinky lights at night. Oh, they turned them all here. But, yeah. there Well, there used to be also be lights at uh, Main and Winchester Street, too. Where the roundabout is now. Okay. So what else happened this week? So what, what uh, happened on what happened on old Friday of last? <laughs> well, we were in court on Friday. Yeah, yeah I had to. Uh, and stay. I don't know if either one of you guys heard that uh, sound off show on Saturday. They do not record their podcasts, which is which is sad. Uh, so you can 
after they finish talking, that's it. If you weren't there, you don't get to hear any more of them. During their final segment, mm-hmm. they started talking about the suit because Chris Coates is on the show, mm-hmm. and he was there at the hearing, and he did compliment me. He, he said that I was very articulate and well-spoken in presenting our case. And you blew their guy out of the water. Their guy was... Oh, he, he also said that our lawyer had a much better argument. Their argument boils down to this. It is, we, didn't, we disagree. No. That is all. No, no. And, and, and their and argument the, is basically, uh, we, we don't like the petitioned... Amend or the petitioned articles, and here's all the reasons that those petitioned articles were bad, and we think the law is wrong, and we think that the court in Bailey was wrong. And, but we printed out all these ballots, and it's everyone's oh. set up and ready to go. We can't not have an and election. Democracy in action. <laughs> we right. had more people than they did, so it doesn't matter that we broke oh, they, the law. Yeah, but they didn't say that. They said the people spoke. The people spoke. So no, there you go. Chris See, now, Coates on Saturday on his show said at least twice it was democracy in action. It was not democracy in action. Now, see, no, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. According to the way democracy works, as long as there's 50, as long as, as, long as there's more than 50%, as long as the majority wants something, then they can violate your rights. But That's I still right. don't get how deliberative sessions haven't been challenged as being legal. Because you're supposed to be able to have absentee ballot voting, but if you have a deliberative session, you actually have to show up. There is no absentee ballot voting for deliberative sessions. So that means if you're disabled or homebound for some reason, or you um, say are on vacation, or you winter in Florida, because that's what a lot of people do around here, mm-hmm. you are not allowed to participate in what goes how, on. How long have the town hall meetings that are set up the way they are, how long have they been going on? Since the beginning? Since day one? I think, well, SB2 was only put in, what, 95? Yeah, but what were they doing before yeah. that? It was something similar, Town right? meeting. I'm sure yeah. it was just as bad. It, it was town meeting, which is something that still happens in a lot of towns and the, and there was in no, New Hampshire. And there was no election day. That was it. The town meeting was it? Yes. So I, I don't I don't understand how... And you can still have secretive ballot counts at a town meeting. So I yes. mean, what's, so that whole that whole thing about people can't... They, they lose their anonymity because they, they're, they're being forced to promote their ideas and opinions in front of everybody else. They can throw it out of the water because you can have your, your little privatized, right, right. privatized, your secret ballots at a town hall meeting. Yes. Right, but I don't understand how this hasn't been challenged as being wrong because basically, like I said, if you're disabled or something and can't go, tough shit. Yeah. yeah. So there's That is not democracy in work. That's... That there's been a partial ruling in the case, and that is that the election will go as scheduled on March 11th with the amended articles. Both sides have until March 17th to file further memorandum of law, and the partial ruling did hint at the fact that there can be a second deliberative session and a second ballot election. Yeah, but after, uh, so a second election. So essentially. So does that mean that they would nullify the articles that are in question, the results of, and then have to do it all over again? 
Because it would just it would just be a deliberative session on the articles on in question. On those seven petitioned articles. Right. So a second deliberative session after all this crap has been voted on. Yes. And then a second... A, se- a, second, a second ballot voting. for the seven articles in question. Which I'm sure is going to be even less of a turnout. Well, that could be a good thing. It could be a good thing. I don't yeah. know. Could they could be? Of course, Chris Coates is already probably right, rallying I'm, I'm up sure, his people yeah, exactly. to come out and come out in force. It might be it might be pretty pretty wild actually. Yes, but for we might need some secondary cameras at that event. If, if <laughs> but forcing a second one would be worth it. If our ruling is anything similar to the Bailey ruling, the Bailey decision specifically worded that you know. You must refrain from this activity in the future. This activity meaning nullifying the article. So next, removing so, so next year, the subject matter. So next year, when we bring up creating some a nullity, they can't pull the same exact stunt. They all can't over again. pull the same stunt during the second deliberative yep. if there is one, which I expect there to be. Did you guys see this nonsense in uh, Friday's paper? Open up the Sentinel it's uh, also, tab again. It's also on the top of the Sentinel. You, you, you've got that tab, two tabs over. Scroll all the way up. Uh, you, you've got to turn Adblock Plus off for the website. <laughs> Why would I want to do that and let ads into my um my, Just my precious... disable it temporarily right, for this all right, website. All right, all right, all right, all right. Is it in Manage? There was no easy Adblock. No, up under options. Go go back to the tab. No, go go there it is. Go back to the tab in question. Oh my god. The the one with the double S's. I know, there's so many tabs <laughs> open. Okay. Right click the ad block. And then hide this by options. Da, da, da. Don't don't run on this page. page. Oh or actually, don't run on this domain. Now right, we're going to hit refresh. Big ad. Top of the page. Wow. Larger than the header wow. that says sentinelsource.com. And you know all the old Very people. large for the radio listeners. It says vote yes on Article 1. And then a nice size logo that says Keene School District. And then up under lower taxes, safer schools, it's elementary. Click here for more info. And I went to these guys' sites. They so are, did I. They're www.keenschoolsconnect.org to try to figure out who these guys are and who's you know, where they're making their who's foot in the making, making their monies. Uh, were you able to? And this is the people. Granicus is the Hold people on. who run the site. It you you clicked onto something that's an invalid thing. So remove the. Slash not found. <laughs> that's a good. Uh, that's good from the. Um, that's hilarious. Going straight from Sentinel Source, it goes to a. No, that was my link. Oh, okay. There it is. So, if you click forums, it says forums are created and monitored by Keene School District staff who are collecting ideas tailored around specific topics or initiatives. So. It's definitely being run by people at the school district. But whether they're using taxpayers' monies to fund this is right. not in, we, we're and not sure. Look, look at the top name there under recent activity. 
It's the one lady who is married to the dancing bureaucrat that's the head of Parks and Rec, who is also very outspoken in, you need to give us more money for things. But there's a Bohannon on the school board as well, isn't there? I don't think there currently is. Hmm. But that is the wife of the Parks and Rec guy. Yeah. And then I believe that... One of the other names here is somebody who is also always at the meeting saying, we need more money for things. Yeah. So, so definitely a lobbyist group, a small time, a small town lobbyist group. But, is but, when you, but when you consider the amount of money that this project is trying to raise, $13 million right off the bat. The bond is $13 million. But then you got the interest every single year. I thought for it was 30 years. I thought it was 20, but you're saying it's 30? According to him, so it's, I so thought it was thirty. So I'm close. I think it's like what nine hundred thousand in interest a year. Twenty is still a long time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about that. That's a, that's quite an investment, don't you think? Some people, some lobbies, going to get together. Some people who are actually making money off of this deal. That's a lot of fucking money. And it was sad. And, that and what is it actually? And what are they actually using the money for? To renovate five schools, so that they can close one school. But and they're, they're not, not actually closing closed. that school. They're, gonna they're turning it into preschool. a government-run pre-K. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, they're not actually closing. They are repurposing. They're not closing. I don't, I don't get why they're saying they're they keep, closing. Well, they're, yeah. They keep saying they're going to they're gonna fire, like, eight, what, 18 teachers or something, but they're going to repurpose it to a, to a, a pre-K. Pre- they're going to need some teachers to take the place. So guess what? They're fucking lying to you. Yes. Just like they always do. They say, well, we're going to save money. We're going to save money. No, you're not going to save money. It's going to go up every year like it's been going up because all you guys can that's all you guys can do is, is make the budget go up every year. It sounds like pulling in pre-K is to try to keep the student numbers up because it's been going down yeah, for the past exactly. decade. So it's like, ooh, if we add one more grade, we're going to add enough. And I had someone stop by and speak with me this afternoon. I don't know who he is, and he did not tell me his name. He said that he is connected to a school board in a neighboring town. Mm-hmm. And he said what Keen is wanting to do, and they're not telling anybody this, but what they're wanting to do is to ultimately go to one large consolidated elementary school. Uh, just our kids or take their kids as well, the, uh, the surrounding town's kids? Well, there's, like, Surrey and I think Sullivan that currently sends some kids to Keene. Yeah. I don't think Sullivan. Sullivan sends Monadnock, I believe. No, Sullivan withdrew from Monadnock a couple of years ago. No, they're still sending their kids to whichever district. So some oh, parents okay. are sending to Keene. Some are sending... I think to Conval, and some are still going to. And they want Don't to do- forget, we also have Spofford, Westmoreland, and Chesterfield coming to Keene, too. Right. So, you know, any of the communities that are sending kids here, mm-hmm. so it, it would be one centralized elementary school for everything. And remember the question that I asked during the public hearing in January when I said, will t- this t- be paid off? before there's another set of renovations and school closures. 30 years? No. (laughs) No. Even if it's 20 years. 
No. Even not if, if it's even, 10 even years. Even if it's five years. Yeah. And the school district superintendent pretended that I asked a totally different question and answered the question that he wanted to answer instead of answering my question of will this be paid off before we take out another loan. Whoa, 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 hold on. Let's back up for a second. In my senior year of 2001, the school went through major renovations at the high school. Have they paid that off? Probably not. Have they paid off the fucking $50 billion middle school or whatever it cost? 40, 40 million, I think. Well, that's my, that might have been what it started at. I don't know. But yeah, way too much. It's a fucking, it's a goddamn castle over there. I also think it's odd that that middle school is the only place of business, in air quotes, in the city of Keene that's allowed to have a marquee. The the a electronic digital the digital marquee, maybe because they Keen Middle is the only place in Keen that has one. Maybe because their fire codes are up to date or something. Or no, 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 no. the sign, the oh, sign. Oh, 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 oh. You're not allowed to have uh, electronic signs in the city of Keen. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, the middle school is allowed to have one. Well, that's what I mean. Like their 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 fire code is up to date. So if the fire was ever to, if their electric sign was to catch on fire. That's not the reason not behind the reason. not allowing. I'm, I'm just, I'm just reaching. I'm just reaching for some it's, old bureaucratic it's a, answer. It's a government building, so we get to do whatever yeah. the fuck we want. Well, that's to do. no, that's the bottom that's line, the right there. That's answer. what, that's what the answer is. Yes, the, the city council actually had to vote to grant a waiver to the middle school to allow them the electric marquee. So why don't we look? So why don't we go back? Um, 2001, major renovations for the high school. And then what? Two thousand eight ish. They build a middle school, the ginormous middle school. Right. And now we're at twenty fourteen. They want to renovate all the elementary schools. So let's see. They've taken out one, two, and they're asking for a third loan in less than thirteen years. All they know how to do, man. They can't work with what they've got. Right. Why are they taking loans? Shouldn't they be saving some freaking money if they want to to, to renovate? Of that's course, how that's how everyone that's, else in the in the universe works, or should be working, or should be. That's know, why we I have problems. There, I know that there is a lot of credit card debt in this country. <laughs> well, look at the country. The country is that's what I mean. It's, it's it's the trillion norm. dollars. And, and people see people see the big daddy, uh, big big brother, uh, you know, taking care of us the way they do. You know, like isn't the U.S. still paying off card? loans from World War Two? Civil War. Civil War? We still have Daryl? Civil War loans out there? Possibly, maybe. <laughs> We're still paying off ships that we that we bought. They've been on the bottom of the ocean for years. <laughs> the, the last Christ. time that the United States federal government did not have a national debt was for less than a year in 1835. Oh, I, f- I thought it was going to be like for three days after after the country was made, and then it was no, all downhill no. from there. We were already in debt at that point, I think. The, the country was millions in debt before George Washington was ever right. uh, sworn in as the first president. Well, I was surprised. Under the United States Constitution. <laughs> yeah, no, it, because all the debt from the individual states was taken on by the federal government. Well, that, I think we owe a lot of money to France for coming in and helping us out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. too. You don't make money off of wars. Unless you are the guys making the fucking bombs and the ships and the tanks and, yeah. the, and the rifles. Which are all bought on credit. Yeah, so, hey. Oh, and speaking of making money off of wars, I heard something funny tonight towards the end of our Bitcoin meetup. 
uh, one person in particular had happened to have gone to Manchester recently. Uh-huh. And there's a cigar bar that is listed on the website coinmap.org as taking Bitcoin. Oh, cool. And so he went in and said, I want to pay with Bitcoin. And the guy working said, we don't take Bitcoin anymore. The exchange closed. Which exchange? I don't know, but it closed. So we don't take it anymore. Oh. So he heard, he heard something on the news. Yeah. About Mt. Gox being a shitty business and closed, going is, out of business. Which has been a shitty business for quite some time. Yes. And but because the news is reporting it as Bitcoin is dead, this guy was like, oh, yeah, the exchange closed, so I don't take it anymore. Was this, was this guy you're speaking of, was he able to explain any of this or was... He didn't tell me if he did or if he attempted to. That's just bad. That's just bad news. Yeah. But, hey, that's, that's, that's their... Uh, but Those are their motive, just like, you know, just like the three of us working against, you know, the school board and the and the school admins here in a twenty three thousand population uh, city, town. Um, it's technically a city. It's it's essentially the same thing. I mean, the Bitcoin is just a, it's just a it's just a much bigger level. You know, you got the you got the big wigs up top. You have the the, city, the central planners and the people making all the decisions. Well, and Bitcoin's this, not centralized, and this, so you and don't this, have no, no, central no, planners no, of Bitcoin. No, the people who are in opposition to Bitcoin. Oh, because, right, Because right. Bitcoin directly affects, you know, their money. Yeah. Well, did you see the news out of D.C. on Thursday where the new chair of the Federal Reserve was testifying before a Senate committee and... Uh, Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia asked, can the Federal Reserve regulate Bitcoin? And Janet Yellen said, nope. Yep, They're not it. connected to banks. They're not a bank. I heard Can't that. do anything. Winning. But, of course, you guys over here in Congress could try to do something. Yeah. <laughs> hate those bastards. Yeah. Yeah, there's some... Yeah, they can try to do something. Yeah, is that what you said? You could, you could, you guys might be able to work something up. I'm yeah. sure they'll try to make it illegal, just like it has been in other countries. But I, what, what are they going to freaking okay. do? So if, I, you, you can't, you can't on, make it, something in your brain it, illegal. If Bitcoin prohibition make, works anywhere near as great as cannabis prohibition, it'd be awesome. Then the number of users will skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're basically huh. bringing attention by making it illegal. People are like. Ooh, this must be good. If the government's going to make something illegal, it's usually a good thing. And then a friend of ours last week leaving the Liberty Forum was detained by TSA because some jack-off that works for the TSA claimed that he saw Bitcoin in your bag. <laughs> I saw Bitcoin in your bag. Wait, wait, all right, so... Because I didn't read, I didn't read the article. He he did not have physical bitcoins on his person. No, no, he had some pins. The only thing with the Bitcoin logo that he had was his Bitcoin Not Bombs T-shirt, or actually his hoodie. He might have been wearing the T-shirt under the hoodie. <laughs> uh, and then there was something with the blockchain logo. I also believe he said he had um, lapel pins in his bag. Not Bitcoin ones. None of them were Bitcoin. He sold out of all of right. the ones with the Bitcoin logo. But he had he had lapel pins. Yeah. So that's what they probably saw on the scanner. They saw all these 
chunks of metal in his thing. Yeah. Uh, it's the guy that runs shinybadges.com. And he said that they pulled every pen out. But you can't say his name? What kind of show are we? I thought I said his name. Davi Barker. Yeah. The, the guy that runs Shiny Badges. You said that part, yeah. They, they did the little bomb swab on every lapel pin. You must be Hundreds of them. What? They're just reaching for... Yeah. <sighs> and they, they asked him about uh, international travel. And he does, and does Barker travel and He was flying to California. No, they but, meant but like don't, but specifically don't, on this trip. Yeah, but don't they always ask you that if you... Not you, unless you're actually even, flying internationally. Even before you were walking through the, the metal mines? To no. Unless you have an international flight, no. Hmm. Unless it says you're going international on your fucking ticket? No, they don't ask you, are you going internationally? So and see, then if yeah, it but, yeah, but does... Bitcoins are an international currency, so maybe... Right, but no. see, they were trying to fish to see if he was carrying more than $10,000 right. worth of something there, across IRS, the international borders. IRS regulations that you're not to take over $10,000 worth of stuff out of the U.S. Without reporting Without it. filing all of these pieces of paper saying, I would like to be able to take my things with me when I go to... Canadia. Of course, in the case of Bitcoin, they're not in the U.S. That's right. So, right. where are they? They're everywhere. So it's not like <laughs> they're everywhere, and yet they're nowhere. Right. Exactly. So, what are they going to do? Are they going to hack his brain and say you have over ten thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin in your brain? You can't go across international lines. Give us your private key. I don't know my private key, and that's not a lie because I don't know of anybody that can remember. <laughs> Capital P, lowercase u, one, seven, capital G, F, Q, Z, one. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's not a one. It's an I. You uh, don't remember any of that. Seven. Whatever. Hey, How many more digits are in the A lot. I think, you, I think you got about 43 more to go. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, that's horrible. But he got through, and they didn't take his Bitcoins from him because... <laughs> he didn't have any with him. <laughs> because he didn't have them on him. <laughs> we saw some Bitcoins in your wallet. I mean, in your bag. Oh, uh, there are no Bitcoins in my bag. Are, are you flying internationally? <laughs> Not sure how that's and, relevant. <laughs> well, he actually didn't know why they were asking that question, and he gave some kind of response like that. And then somebody else, Bill Bupert, told him, they want to know because of this. And he was like, oh, no, I'm going to California. Well, that's dumb because, yeah, it would say on your boarding pass if you're going international. Right. Even if this flight, even if you're on a connecting flight right now going from Boston to California, it's still going to say you're going international after that. Unless you're not checked in for the international flight yet. Ha, huh, got you. Yeah. <laughs> So why did you attack a moose with your snowmobile? Um, I did not, and I was supposed to figure out what where this took place because I wanted to figure out whether Earth. Yes, uh, I know that. In, I know that in most cases, uh, you can collect your own roadkill. Uh, sometimes you have to report it. Sometimes if it's like a moose or something, you actually have to report to the wardens that it actually happened, and then you take it home with you and put it in the freezer. Yeah, I'm curious if this did this happen in the U.S. or Was it a Canada? Scottish moose? That's See, I don't know. The guy, it, the, do the Fandango. The guy sounded 
uh, American. Where's the tab? Nobody got my joke. Yes, we did. We played that song on the show one time. Scottish Moose, Scottish Moose, and he did the Fandango. Thunderbolt of lightning, very, very frightening. So, somewhere. An undisclosed location. Yeah, because he probably doesn't want the guys hunting him down. Because what happened in this video is might be shocking to some, but this show is shocking. So, you're already here and you're already waiting for it. Um, a snowmobiler, and it's not a jet skier which is what I said earlier this evening, like we have in Florida. He's a snowmobiler. And an undisclosed location is going down a backwoods path and is confronted by a smaller female moose. Smaller than what? Than his snow- <laughs> snowmobile? Smaller than an adult female moose. What happens likely. next is something we all wish we never have to face. Female moose are sometimes unpredictable, and so it is wise to keep your distance if you happen to cross paths. The rider tried to scare the moose off by path by yelling and clapping his hands together. It is important to review all rules and regulations prior to venturing in the backwoods. There are some areas that give the public the right to protect yourself if you feel your life is in danger with a wild animal. And here is the actual video of said uh, occurrence. Was he wearing a GoPro camera? or what? Yeah. It was a helmet mounted camera. And it might help that maybe I need to refresh the page. Because it's not there. Someone dropped it. Ooh. Well, one of the weird things about it is... Why'd you not download this? <laughs> there it is. So there he is. So now I, I can't tell if the path actually goes around her a little bit. I or think she, if she's I, actually standing in the path. She is on a bend. He's going to go forward in a little bit. Right, so... She's in the middle of the path. See, he's not raising his arms. You can see the shadow. He's not. He's. He does a couple times. He's. He's. See, he's just making noise though. It sounds like he's egging her on. Mm. He's not. If you look at the shadow, he's not. He's not making himself look big. He's not doing any of that. So, I find him partly at fault for this in, encounter because he, he. It sounded like he was egging her on. He wasn't making himself look big. And why didn't he fire a warning shot first? Well, of course, it's coming right at him anyways. But still. Yeah, okay, so. And for he any was of not, the. He was not waving his arms or anything for, like that. For any of the radio listeners, that moose. Whoa, whoa, whoa back it up just a little bit. You can see where she was standing. He, she was not standing in the, in the road. If you watch after he drives by, off on the left-hand side, you'll see a path where she was standing. Which was not where he drove. Um, right there. Uh, yeah, he missed it. I don't know. I think that she was in the path. I think she was past the path. But you're right. It did seem like he was egging her on. Right. She was walking away. He had a gun in his hand the entire time. And while she was walking away, that's kind of when she got shot. She kind of turned her head back a little bit. She turned her body a little bit. And he decided to unload on her. And there was no warning shot. Right. He fired directly at the, her body, unloaded. And then, and, then, and then let's finish the video off with him driving for the next 10 seconds off into the clearing here to wait for his buddy to catch up. Body is long gone. Body is way back there. Right. Of course, at that which, point, which, which I, don't, who, I don't know what happened after that. Yeah. 
they could have been like, holy crap, that was like, you know, they might not have been thinking about it at the time. Like, holy crap, I can't believe that just happened. What do we do? And he took off for a second, then was thinking about, uh, I'm not sure what to do. Or right he's now. just some clown who likes killing animals and be. doesn't eat them afterwards. But it, it, if you look at the shadow, he was not waving his arms or anything. He was making some noises. It sounded like he was trying to get the attention of it right. and not scare it off. Yeah, and like and like and he had he had his firearm in his hand the entire time. And so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt for a second that he was, you know, out for the thrill. He's he's a snowmobiler, so he's he's definitely an adventurous adventurous type. And it's not like he can't outrun her. Yeah. On a snowmobile. What do you think, Daryl? I don't know how fast Moose can run. It was a pretty I, good little sprint right there when she charged him. Oh yeah. and by the way, for the for the so list, I, for the I, listeners that moose was all up in his grill. The the moose was also slightly larger than a a big deer. Large deer. Yeah. This isn't a this isn't a uh So th- this was not a full-grown moose. This isn't a uh one and a half ton uh meat cow, which by the way, when I was a little guy, we we talked about it here on the show, I almost got uh taken out by an enraged uh bull who thought I was on his property and uh, taking his kids from him, or maybe someone, maybe the maybe the neighbor's kids were shooting him in the testicles with pellet guns, and he was taking it out on me. Who who knows? But yeah, that was now that was dangerous. This thing for a full grown man eh, on a snowmobile, right? He eh. could, he could have easily driven off. It's it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. And uh, now after seeing it and uh, paying attention to the shadow, he was not waving his arms or anything. He was just making noises with Well, his and the voice. article doesn't even say that he was waving his arms. It says that he was right. well, yelling and clapping. Right. It, but watching the shadow, he did not do a whole lot of uh, trying to scare it maybe off. Maybe that's it's, why we don't know anything It sounded about, like egging it off. Maybe that's why we don't know anything about where this guy's located at or who he is because and why he drove off and just left it there. Right. Because, it, it, because he doesn't have much of a case. It looked like teasing to me. Or maybe he thought about it and he's like, you know what? I need to get on out of here. I'll, 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 you know, post it later to YouTube later on. But well, <laughs> that to, was he actually posted it to Lively. I need to get out of here. Well, that was dumb. But oh, so but I don't still, know. It looked like teasing. It did. I just, it, I just hope that all that meat didn't go to waste. Well, that too. Um, There's probably a bear somewhere having a pretty good meal. Yeah, fuck that bear. I <laughs> want that moose. Well, actually, I've never had moose. I don't know what they. It's taste pretty like. good. It's like that. It's like venison. I know that some animals are a little musky and. Yeah, it's actually closer to beef than venison is. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe I need to drive around New Hampshire and try to go up north to Pittsfield. Uh, You'll you can bag one pretty quickly. Oh yeah, they've got the one road up there they call like Moose Alley or something. (laughs) Yeah, some of my uh, friends got a a license, set up a seven day hunting trip, got up there. Half hour, they were already on their way back. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Like, why do we take seven days for this thing? (laughs) We already we got we already got it. Bag it up. Yep. Take it on home. Yeah, last We're time done. I shot a moose, the zoo got pissed. <laughs> <laughs> pretty I'm tasty. joking. I'm joking. Uh, pretty tasty. Shit. I say it's pretty tasty. I've never shot Mark, a moose. You didn't like that? In a zoo. What about the penguins? I would never shoot a penguin. But you were at the zoo for the penguins. Then you saw the moose, and you're like, you know what? Looks tasty. The I moose wouldn't. tried to eat the penguin. <laughs> no. Stupid moose. Stupid moose. Well, 
So you guys think that, uh, what do you think? Guilty, not guilty, he got charged. I don't know what happened afterwards. Did he ultimately go back and get the, did, did he just pull up to the clearing so his buddy could come next to him? Mm-hmm. And then he said, hey, let's go get the truck, let's go get a four-wheeler. Like, what, what happened or after? Let's go, or let's go tell the warden or whatever. I don't know if you want to read some spicy comments, man. I'm telling you, 331 of them up, and some of them are pretty... Uh, I'd say the shooting was unnecessary. The second so. comment is... Uh, wait, scroll back up. This is a blatant violation of killing an animal out of season. I, I, I don't really you know, care about different seasons. Like, if you need to kill an animal to survive, you kill an animal to survive. Mm-hmm. If this was wanna, not that case. Yeah. Right. If you just want to go kill animals for sport, then fuck you. You're a fucking bastard. Uh, but we don't know if this guy went back and got the meat. Yeah. But even then, it doesn't we matter. We don't know what happened. The shooting itself was unnecessary. What happened afterwards is doesn't matter. It doesn't have any bearing on the shooting itself. Speaking I don't of know. Uh, all I'm saying is I don't have enough info to know enough to make a, an actual fully informed decision. Speaking of dumbasses with guns, did you see this one last week? The DEA agent that shot himself like 10 years ago and it's been on no, YouTube this, ever since? No, this is a new no, one. No, this is a brand new one. He, this one died. Except that, <laughs> yeah, this one died. But the, <laughs> but the title of it is Michigan Man Kills Himself While Demonstrating Gun Safety. Did now, you what, hear now, about now, what do you, now, what do you think when you hear that? You hear, you think of the DA guy who's actually, he's actually presenting a safety class. It says, yeah. "I'm the only one in here trained enough to yeah. be in possession <laughs> of a firearm." And then he shoots Bang! himself in the foot. Holy shit! Did, I just shot myself did, in the leg. Did you hear about the? I think he was the police chief in some town in Maine last year that shot one of his fingers off. I had a relative they, they who... They got new guns at the police department, mm-hmm. and he <laughs> had been at the range. He thought his gun was empty. He goes back to clean it, and he does something, and... Yeah, but they don't hire those guys for their IQ these days. In fact, that's uh, kind of a no-no. You kinda... Yeah, disassembling a Glock is dangerous because you got to pull the trigger. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Any, so anyways, no, this guy wasn't presenting a safety class. He's just some drunk guy at his house, and he was... Showing his wife how safe these guns are. <laughs> and he was testing them <laughs> by pointing the fucking guns at his head and pulling the trigger. And he got through the first two. So he's playing dumb redneck roulette. And uh, he got through the first two. No problem. The third one, yeah, it took him. Took him out. So, uh, I don't know. What do you think about that, Daryl? You know any of these guys? You come from the, I had a relative You come that, from the deep south. Um, was this happened in Michigan, you retarded <laughs> fuck. He's probably... He, they, we all have to come from somewhere. We started... Hold on. So you're trying to say that nobody stupid originates from Michigan? Or from New Hampshire? Or from wherever? No, they come from... There I, are stupid people everywhere. Yes. Don't try and blame this guy on Alabama. <laughs> I have a relative who was in <laughs> the military bastard. and was showing a new recruit how to use uh, his sidearm, and he shot himself in the leg. Bullets on the mantle. He's alive. He's, and he's okay. But. Fucking uh, Cheddar Bob. <laughs> cheddar Bomb. You, no, not Cheddar Bomb. Uh, cheddar it? Bob. What is a Cheddar Bomb? I don't know what a Cheddar Bomb is. is that, cheddar Bob. Is a Cheddar Bomb when you eat cheetahs before you masturbate and you... And you, and you <laughs> 
when, when you finally let loose, oh, it's just oh. like it's like cheddar cheddar goo. What's who's did, ch- who's did, cheddar Bob? Tell me. Did you ever see the movie Eight Mile? Yes, long time ago. Eminem's buddy Cheddar Bob. He shot himself in his leg with his own gun. So like heroin Bob from SLC Punk? No, no. And then there's the pro football player uh, that I call Cheddar Bob, Plexico. He he was in a nightclub in New York City, and something happened, and he like pulled out a gun to show people that he had a gun because of the fight. And then when he went to put it back in his pants, he shot himself in his leg. Seems like a lot of people shooting themselves then, in the legs. That's just oh, you got see, see they're all over the on. place. No, I want to hear people shooting themselves in the heads or blowing their fingers this off. This genius. After shooting himself in the leg, he gets punished by going to prison for two years for violating New York City's gun policy. <laughs> shooting a, himself in the leg was punishment enough. That was, Why do you have to go get raped in the ass in I prison? I know. That probably started a good conversation. Oh, you that guy? Oh, you that guy, you, got shoot? Oh, you you? That guy shot yourself in the leg. Now bend over. I'll shoot you somewhere. Oh, my God. And it ain't going to be in your leg. Oh, God. We got to take a break. So we can listen to some old music. Man, this fuck is, your music. This is Daryl's favorite part. So Daryl likes to comment on the fact that my music is weird and strange, weird. and he doesn't like any of it. He's weird. It's good music. It's good music, Daryl. It's music. It's good music. Uh, I'll grant you that it's music. But because he's always ragging me on the whole my music is weird convo, I decided I would play some weird music for you this evening that I actually listened to. Oh. This is for you, Daryl. This is f- both this and the closing song are for you. That's what you get. That's what you get. That's what you get when you do the, all that nonsense, all that uh, brought up Ow! on yourself. I, I still think the only Ow! reason you play a break song is so you can be like your buddies that do a show on Sunday afternoon. I do a break show though, because it's two hours. Even though you say that you try very hard to not be like them. <laughs> I do. When I watch the show, I'm looking at things I shouldn't do. So like pe- so play pe- break music. So people don't see me as a, um, I don't know, as a clone. I don't like any of that. This is from the uh, Japanese animation Paprika. Uh, it is. That girl looks white. A lot of the a lot of the little anime stars do with the big blue eyes and the blonde right, hair. All right, just play the, the damn nine. song. Uh, the song in is in question is called Parade. It's the instrumental, so you don't have the Japanese no, guys singing. It says Paprika. The soundtrack. Uh, this movie. The movie is called Paprika. And then it says OST twelve. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, this is like I said, the instrumental. Uh, it doesn't have the guys singing. If you want to hear that, maybe I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, Yeah, so go to break and stuff.
Hey everybody, welcome back to Black Sheep Rising, hour two. And we are done with some Keen this week in Keen. We're going to talk about some, I don't know, something else. Something else like maybe uh, five reasons not to tip your waiter or waitress or whoever. I don't know, man. This seems like like somebody just making an excuse for being a dick fuck. I think most definitely... uh, this character is. That's not gonna work. We're gonna turn that off. I think that this guy is uh, definitely trying to rile up some folks. Yeah. Um, but he does. I think. I think at the bottom of his arguments, there are they are good arguments. It's just the way that he uh, presents them might be a little off. Okay. Before we even get into this thing, who here tips? You want to talk about our tipping procedure? No. I wasn't even going to bring that up. All right, bring up what you're going to bring up. I was going to say, if you don't want to tip, don't go to a restaurant where you have a server that is bringing you food. If you don't want to tip, there's this place called McDonald's where you walk up and you get the food yourself. And I I realize that, you know, uh, food industry is not the only place where you one is generally expected to tip if you go to a car wash and there are people that are washing your car for you. It's generally considered nice to tip that person. Tattoo artist. What about tipping your... Uh, Tattoo artist. Your, your hair cutter. The hair cutter. Why? They're always... What do they charge these days? Like 12 bucks or something? Yeah, but the problem is the salon takes so much of it. Yeah. That's kind of the problem. Hate these people. That there but are certain just, just things. Take it, just take it out of the original, the original payment. Take it all out up but front, so I can see, so I can see what it looks like. But I, I understand the reasoning behind tips. Yeah, is, back in the day when these people probably weren't paid anything from the well, from the not, establishment, they're pay. just they're just there to help. When I was in the military, there was the co uh, the commissaries, the guys who bagged the groceries and took them out to your vehicles. They didn't they weren't paid by the commissary. They got paid by tips, and that was it. See that makes sense to me, and I and guess what I would do? I would bag my own groceries and take my own groceries to the, to the uh, to the car. I would and I would tell my friend, I'd be like, hey, look, guy, I'm not gonna t- I'm not gonna tip you, and they'd be like, all right, no problem, and he'll he'll walk on down to the next register and he'll take he'll take someone else. Right. I I get in um, the cases of some services such as uh, tattoo, uh, haircut. You are rewarding them for doing a good job. Right. Exactly. So now, but now they feel like they need to get a tip. Regardless, every single time. Right, which is the problem. The same thing with the mail. I worked. I worked for the uh, for post office for five years. I did get tips from people, and guess what? It was usually the guys that I was very friendly with. Every time they were out there at the mailbox, I'm all chitty chatty with them and stuff, and they loved me. And guess what? I would get tips at the end of the year. But guess what? If you, I wouldn't get if I'm a, if I'm an ass and I'm and I'm crumpling up your your uh, your paper and you know and whatnots. I'm not going to get a tip, and I might even get a you know counseling from my guy, from my boss, because they're they're getting these nasty calls from these people. The people that I know that work in the food service industry, they, you know, they they might post stuff on Facebook every now and then about having a bad customer, you know, somebody that ordered like three hundred dollars worth of stuff and mm-hmm. was always being like. Hey, can you come do that? You know, like being very demanding of the waitress and then being like, here's $5. But most of the people, they know if I provide a good service and if I'm a good server to my customers, then I will get rewarded. 
That's right, and that's what and that's what I, tips I don't should know be. anybody. Tips should be that a reward works in the food service industry that is doing it just because it's the only job I can find. Fuck everybody. I would like to see on the back of menus a section about tips for that particular establishment. Mm-hmm. I've eaten at an establishment once where they said, "Don't tip. We charge a little more and we pay our waiters a good wage so you don't need to tip right um unless unless it's a reward right for doing a great fucking job and in servicing me the the way that i need to be right well this case was this case was actually (laughs) kind of like a co-op restaurant it was kind of cool everybody who worked there was part owner of the restaurant keen buffet prime example that's just one of those places there that needs to be included in the in the fee which it probably is and any tip you give should be for exceptional service. Right. So if, if they keep my drink full, I'll leave a dollar or so at a buffet. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, but, I, I think I think it should be sort of put on the establishment to to gauge where the tip level should be, what, you know, the, the, the kind of structure is. Because one of the biggest problems, which is farther down this list – um, can you scroll down a little bit? One of the no, we have to stop. Uh, start it was at number the top. two. It was number two. It was number two. You don't get paid enough, and the problem is, is what a lot of people don't understand is that minimum wage for um, food service is way below regular minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Like back when I was like in high school, third. it was like two dollars. It's like two dollars and fifteen cents was yeah, the hourly like, rate. It's wage. like a third of what the regular minimum wage is right so a lot of people don't understand their get minimum wage for food service is way lower than what you would normally expect minimum wage to be so kind of like their motivation should be doing a good job to get a good tip the, though it, it'd be good to know from the restaurant where on the scale we're talking and that's about. and by the way this is also good for employers too not because not it doesn't provide them doesn't enable them to be cheap asses but it also but if they if they pay someone just to show up, and then everything else is all uh, it's all about your job performance, so I don't have to worry about judging whether I, I'm going right. to pay I'm going to pay for showing up on time, and then the customers are going to pay you the rest for your job performance. I don't have to worry about that. Right, it's instant that's, that's feedback. Per, that's perfect for the employer. Exactly, it's instant feedback from the customer. So if you're that- not getting tips, and you quit your job, eh, it's no skin off my back. You sucked anyways. I mean, right. that's, that's good for everybody. But but now but the but the thing is is that everyone expects to get the tip whether they do a good job or not and that's my fucking problem and that's what I and that's why Daryl you brought up a good point if you don't want a tip don't go to these establishments guess what I don't do I don't go to these places or I don't I, or I, by the way and I did tip a fucking fifty cents last yesterday for for the water um, because I was with you guys I didn't want to make you guys look bad but I mean how many people when do you tip for water. I don't even know where you're talking about. You tip for what? Timoleon, oh. Zakin. So I watched all you guys eat for you know 45 minutes. I took a seat. I took up a space. Yeah. Of course, it was later in the afternoon, so I mean there was there was other spaces available. Uh, if it was crowded in there, that would I might have felt bad. But uh, but yeah, I'm not gonna. Good God, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go to these places if you're gonna if you're gonna demand me tip you for for just because just because you you live just because you're breathing. Right. Forget that nonsense. I'd say if you are taking up space in somebody's establishment and you are getting some of the service, such as water being brought to you or whatever, mm-hmm. I would ex- I would expect a tip at that point. Yeah. 
Well, I gave fifty cents for two glasses of water. I don't know. I don't. That know. seems fair. I don't know what was expected. I didn't ask anybody. But usually, but usually, I don't even go to those places because I don't want to deal with it. I don't and even and you were also it. there with like seven other people, right? So it's not like you so just went in by yourself to get two to, glasses to, to of soak, water to soak up some <laughs> to soak up some warmth and read the newspaper or something and just take up a chair, right? Now that would have been now, now that would have been that's a dick move. Yeah, that would have been nasty. Like a five cent coffee. Yeah, I don't know how cheap coffee. So is this guy, like I said, is definitely trying to rile him up. For a glass of coffee. He definitely sounds like he might even maybe agree with some of my points, or maybe I agree with some of his points. Five reasons why I will not tip you if you are a waiter. It never fails to shock me how a tip is demanded in the U.S. People simply refuse to listen to reason when we, yes, there are others, tell them that leaving a tip isn't necessary. Well, I'm hoping for too much here, but if you're a waiter, here are five reasons why I will try my best not to give any money to you and why the reasons for tipping are crappy. Number one. You act as if you are my best friend. Like I say, when I when I when I uh, was on my mail route, I I knew who were the tippers were, and I would be more chitty chatty with those guys. I I I'd say this is a reason why you are not a good waiter. If you're not if you're not being personable, if you're not getting well chitty chatty, you're you're not a good waiter. No, no, no. I, farther down in this, I believe he talks about. Stopping by way too many friggin' times to ask yes. if the food's okay. Or, no, what's worse is the manager walking around. and he's That's just, even worse because it's not like you're going to go get me a soda if I ask for yeah, one. Yeah, I know. He just invites himself to your table. Say, hey, this, how's the food been this evening? Right. That's annoying. Yeah. It's like I'm trying to eat and talk to my wife. Can you leave me alone? Which is the first comment. Just leave me alone, okay? I don't want to bloody chit-chat with you. I want food. This food. guy sounds British just by that sentence. Yeah, he does. I don't want to bloody chit-chat with you. I want food. Do you understand me, you fucking fuck? I want food. If I wanted to chat with the fucking queen, I would go to Buckingham fucking Palace. <laughs> they don't tip there either, probably. It's all taken no, care of. No, they don't. Unfucking believable. Where was that? Fucking British bastards. So I, th- I think this is how to... This number one is don't be an annoying waiter. That's what it should say. Yes, yes. I, that would that would that would work much better. If you're annoying, then I am less likely to tip you. Do, do you want to know what my criterias are for leaving a good tip? Go for it. Coming by at a reasonable time to get my order. Making sure that my drink is full. Well, I guess something about drinks. I drink your. Milkshake. So as long as the waiter doesn't drink your milkshake. I still don't understand <laughs> what that. I watched that shitty fucking movie. Oh, my and God. Felt like I wasted time of my life. That was an excellent that movie. I can never get back. That was the evil capitalist. Take it over was the a world. horrible movie. It was the evil capitalist fighting the liberal preacher type. It was it was great. Horrible movie. I like, I I like movie that movie a lot. Uh, there will be blood. Oh, yeah. That was a good flick. That was a good flick. Not really. It was a little long and drawn out, but it was a good flick. Daryl sees that movie, and all he thinks is, Stop your nonsense. It, great, it was great, horrib- great acting. I, I kept waiting for the plot. That what? The whole... Oh, my God. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't oh. get the subtleties. I, oh. I'm guessing you're not... Well, the, you just don't like those Go back to your movies. Game of Thrones, Mr. Daryl. I was waiting for There's the plot. I, I understand why a lot of people didn't like it. I personally liked it. 
but I like the, I like those type of movies. And My then, wife hated it. And then there was that movie that Garrett made me watch the one time, like Marcy, Mary, Marie. And I thought it was going to be like some kind of lesbian porno. Some porn, I know. You're, that's and there was no fucking plot to that either. It kept having like flashbacks and flash forwards and hallucinations. There was a plot. Anywho. It's one of these things to where you had to like take it apart and then put it in the line together to figure out the plot. Daryl, it was an art house flick. That's how they were made. That's the whole intention. They they People need to stop making shitty movies. Sometimes sometimes you sit down and you want to watch Thor because it's no, gonna because it's gonna be easy. It's going to be easy. It's going to be pretty people, easy special effects, and you don't have to think about it. And sometimes you want to actually think about what you're watching, and that's what they call art house flicks. If I want to think <laughs> about what I'm watching, <laughs> I will watch a documentary. Well, there you go. So if they, I don't want to think about what I'm watching, I'll watch pro wrestling. They're all different types, man. They're, yes. See? there. So you're a documentary pro wrestling type. Yes. Then you got your Garrett types who are going to watch... Uh, Art house flicks, and I don't know what I don't know what to compare with that with. What, what, what does he watch for fun? Art house flicks and versus art house flicks, and then what? What's that? Uh, or, no, he edits his own videos. Tim, so he's Tim on, and Eric. He watches Tim and Eric, and then masturbates. There you go. And the song we're going to close on, I think, is going to be. Um, you need to watch the entire video because I think that Eric, not Eric, but Garrett might have directed it. Right up, it's right up his alley. I don't know. Right up his friggin' alley. All you'll, right. you'll see. So let, let's get back to okay. this thing. So here. he wants. Oh, so he I, wants. I so, he, never, all, so all he wants is hold food. On. What? I still never finished the thing about what I like in a fucking server. Tits. Come by. Yes. I like that in all females. <laughs> Come by at a reasonable time to take my order. Make sure my drink is full. And don't drop off the motherfucking check in the middle of my fucking meal. Why not? I like that. I might want dessert. Oh, you're one and, of those. No and, one, oh, no one orders on. dessert. And as soon as they drop off the check, that's their subtle way of saying, I'm not coming back to <laughs> Get see the you fuck out. ever again. You're I don't right. care if your drink is almost empty. Yeah, you're right about that. Like, I, I realize you've still got half a plate of food. But I don't give a fuck about you anymore. Well, I have to, I have to say it depends. If I'm on a roll, uh, well, if, if, it's I'm, if I'm lunchtime getting... on a weekday, I would expect to get the check halfway through my meal because that's just how business rolls. Because it's like I gotta get the fuck out of yeah. here because I gotta go back to work. Especially if I seem like I'm on a roll, right? Well, like I, like like I don't want to have to wait an additional five minutes after I'm finished eating to get the check so I can get up out of here. I want to just get it walk. And maybe even while I'm still eating, I'm paying for it. Like, here's my credit card. Go pay for this, and I'm still eating. Or and so right when I'm done, I can... Or if you're going to drop the check off in the middle of the meal, at least ask me, do you think you might want dessert when you're done? Do you need another <laughs> fill-up on the drink? <laughs> ask me, because as far as you know... Oh, shit. You know, they're just saying, like, you know, they slide it on the table while you're like looking down at your food and they never say I'm leaving this here take care of it whenever I I it, it's, it's a pet peeve of mine Daryl? I would say yeah it depends if they leave the check and do acknowledge that they are leaving the check and you acknowledge them 
that you acknowledge them, um, then I think we're okay, especially if it's breakfast or lunch on a weekday. Uh, I would expect that to happen. Then you could be like, oh, yeah, can I get another drink before I leave? Um, and, and whatever. If it's dinner, I would not expect the check until I asked for the check. Um, but, yeah, I agree with uh, take my order on a reasonable fashion. If my food is taking a little longer than normal, stop by and let me know. Yes. Because I don't want to feel like I've forgotten. Agreed. Um, keep my, my drink relatively full. And... Um, then yeah, at the, least well, the, acknowledge me when you leave the check. Acknowledge when you leave the check because I, I've had this happen several times to where they'll just drop the check on the table as they're walking, right? And yeah. never say yeah, anything yeah, yeah. of, <laughs> "Hey, you know, take care of this, whatever." Or, "Hey, I realize you're still eating. Do you think you might want something, or do you mind if I leave the check now?" Daryl, right? No soup for you. No dessert for you. Yeah, I, I pay your check and get the hell up out of here. No dessert, no soup. Go. Yeah, and I, I sometimes say, if they do the whole like you know drop the check thing, if I see them walking back, I'll specifically call them for something mm-hmm. just to make them do some work for being a dick of leaving the check without giving some sort of acknowledgement. Yeah, I'd say if you're leaving the check. Well, actually, I'd ask. Uh, I, I if you are a waiter, you should ask. Do you need anything else? Do you need the check? Or whatever, and then if you say yeah, you can bring me the check, and then if they have it with them right yeah. there, that's fine. But uh, yeah, don't just w- drop it off while you're walking by. It's it, it says get the fuck out because yeah. I got I got I need more customers. That, that's Come being on. a dick novel. I think that's being yeah. So the first one is don't be annoying, but cover these bases that we just talked about. Yeah, right. I'm gonna skip on down to the bottom line on number one. I don't want to know your name or interact with you for any longer than I have to in order to place my order. As far as I'm concerned, you're the equivalent of a conveyor belt that brings me the food and a computer into which uh, I input my order. Of course, I won't be rude, but don't expect me to interact with you any more than I wish to with some other stranger. All right, hold on. But before we skip all the way down to that, scroll back up Mm -hmm. to the top here. He says, I go out to eat. Where, where the hell is it? I, I go out to eat because I want either Italian food, Chinese food, or something else which I cannot get in a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. If you want fucking Italian food, there are places that you can pick up your food to take the fuck home with you. Then you don't have to pay a tip. I mean, like if a, you, you want like Chinese food. You can get Olive Garden. No, and You uh, can call Olive Garden. Hey, Olive Garden. I want to place an order, and I'm going to take this fucking food home with me so I don't have to tip you. Oh, you really? You can call any Chinese restaurant. They, they don't expect tips? Nope. If you're doing a fucking pickup, no. Hmm. So you got China, You got all kinds of Chinese places. Yes. You got you got Olive Garden. Do we have an Olive Garden? Yeah, yes. We have all, Chili's, Olive Garden, Applebee's, you can basically get, all the Americana you can places. You get food to go at Chili's and Applebee's. You can get from freaking Cheesecake and, Factory and it, to go. And it obviously seems like this guy doesn't like people. So it's not like he's going to the restaurant to like be around other people. Right. Right. So, I mean, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Maybe you should write you, a little rebuttal down here. You can take out here. from, like, almost anywhere now. I don't think this douche fuck is going to read it. He posted this <laughs> thing four years ago. Oh, is that old? Look holy, up at the top. It says crap. fucking 2009. Oh, yeah, but it's still relevant. But, yeah. so I didn't say it's not relevant. I just said he's not reading the fucking comments anymore. So, unless I ask for your input, I don't want to chit-chat. 
if I ask, hey, what's good on the menu, then maybe yeah, give me some suggestions. Mm. If if I'm not asking you that, don't go crazy. I agree. Just simple. Have you been and, here? And and most people can pick up on that. Right. And then their boss is sitting there in the uh, entrance way, and when you walk back, he's like, "Why did you? Why aren't you talking to your customers?" And you're like, "Well, because that guy definitely doesn't want to talk to me." You, you only have fourteen there, pieces of flair. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the company policy says that you're supposed to have at least fourteen. If you look at Mark over there, he's got thirty-seven. Mother, so more fuck flair. Shit. Do whatever you want. Damn it. But. Do, do you just want to be the bare minimum? Well, it says 14. I've got 14. Yeah, like if the guy, if the, the person holding the menu is looking slightly confused, you might want to ask him, have you been here before? Yeah. If yeah. not, can I suggest something for I, you? I've then worked, I'm okay with that. Is there something I can help you find? Right. I've worked at the old Wally World for six years, almost six years now. You can pick up on it. You can be just, just doing your thing in your own little zone, and you can pick up on the customers who are – Walking around, looking at signs, trying to figure out where the hell they are. Those are the guys that need help. But most of the guys are just walking straight through. You don't go and stop that guy. Right, the, he, knows three, where he, the, he knows where he's at. There's three states. There's, I'm just browsing. Um, I'm confused. Please help me. And I know what the fuck I'm looking for. Leave don't me alone. talk to me. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> the just browsing is kind of hit yeah, and yeah. miss. Um, if, 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 she's a hot, the, if she's a hot girl, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> the, there was a... Uh, grocery store that I was wandering around aimlessly in a couple of years ago and somebody that worked there said can I help you find something and I was like I don't really know what I'm looking for because I didn't I was there I was hungry I had no clue what the fuck I wanted you don't go to sh- you're not supposed to go to food stores when you're hungry yeah I know but then after a few minutes the lady saw me again and she was like did you ever find what you were looking for I was like yeah, I came here. I'm hungry. I don't know what I want. I think I found I something. Drink she said, "Your milkshake." That's what she you said, needed. She said, "Most of the time, when people walk around being, you know, looking as confused as you were, and said, I don't know what I'm looking for, they're looking for condoms." I was like, <laughs> "No, not looking for that. Just didn't know what I wanted to eat." That's funny. I That's don't know if it was like some subliminal hint that she was trying oh, to give me. Oh, could have been. Could have been. Then I was even more confused and, well, no, not needing any of those. Um, but now the forbidden fruit must be tasted. Yeah. yeah. Now you got to go after it. All right. So we I talked about, remember we talked about number two. It's the not getting paid enough. Yeah. Minimum so. wage is way lower for restaurant workers. Yeah. And um, even that there are some service jobs that aren't restaurant where they don't pay the workers anywhere near enough. And you're told when you get hired, we pay you minimum wage. You make most of your money from tips. Right. And then uh, then there's these services that most people don't know you're supposed to tip for. Mm-hmm. Car wash. Did you know that you're supposed to tip for a car wash? No. If you go to one of these to where you know they take the car from you, oh, that well, yeah, maybe. Not one of these. I guess like, it would depend. On go the to like the college girls right. washing. I'm not, your a, car. I'm not a richy rich. Yeah. and have have the ability. I guess to it pay. would depend on the facility. I have kids to wash my vehicles, and that's. I, I worked in a car wash in San Antonio when I lived there, and you know they'd have cheap car washes, eight bucks. And most of the people that got the cheap car wash wouldn't tip, but the people that would get the more expensive ones, like you know, we'll uh, 
wipe down the leather interior, put the shiny stuff on the interior for you and whatnot. Like $40, $50 car washes, those people would generally tip 10 bucks or so. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's really hard sometimes because you don't know how the the money structure is for the business. How yeah. is the business getting a huge cut, mm-hmm. or are they taking a small cut and most of the money is going to the workers? It's I wound like really, up really hit or miss. Like you, if you don't know, you don't know how. I've, how I've you're actually supposed to tip. I've actually gone into places like buffets and I'll actually ask. I'll be like, do you, do you compensate for the tipping here at this establishment? And you, most of the time, they'd be like, no, you need to tip. And I have a I have a big big problem with tipping at buffets. So I, I would generally wind up making tipping up tipping at fifteen percent between ten and fifteen dollars an hour on tips, and only got seven twenty five an hour from the company. Right. Hmm. That's how I was able to put back money to move to New Hampshire because I saved all the tips and lived off of the paycheck. Number three, you I don't s- get this one. I guess you tip, otherwise you'll be uh, hated on. Number three is, you'll spit in my food if I don't tip you. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's like they're holding... But don't you tip on the way out? It's it's Right, but if they <laughs> see you next time, they'll remember... Right, next time. Oh, or they'll pour a drink on you, like a Seinfeld. that fuck one. that didn't tip. Hey, I guess this would be in a place that food. you, you, you uh, patron the establishment yeah. a lot more often. And uh, so you'll spit in my food if you if I don't tip, and I'll shoot your kid. Well, wow, I don't know if I. And I'll shoot your kid if you don't give me a million dollars. Seriously, am I even hearing this right? You are actually using the threat of blackmail to make me pay you. Well, as long as you are openly claiming to be a criminal, it's all right, I guess. Fortunately, that's why I prefer buffets. This sounds as though he's had a bad experience with a couple of servers. Because he's a dick nozzle, he might even be a food critic. So he might he might be a dick nozzle, a douche douche nozzle on on multiple levels. Yeah. And uh, he's you know he's, he's always in these establishments. Yeah. The only way he the only reason he goes to these establishments is because he's a food critic. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. This guy is just born this way. Yeah. So he he assumes that you know somebody is blackmailing him to not spit in the food. Which I, I've never heard any server say if they don't tip the next time they're here spitting their food. I don't see why this isn't plausible. I can I can see this. There are very nasty people out there who will... I'm not saying it's not plausible. I'm just saying I've never actually heard any of my waiter friends. Human beings are vindictive, man. Every one of us. We got, they got some, we got some evil now, in us. When, when I and was in is... high school and worked in a fast food restaurant... There were some of the people that worked there. Hey, does it look like spit to you? See, now this is where I think tipping does work because in the fast food, they're not getting tips. So regardless of what they do, they're not getting the instant feedback of getting rewarded for a job well done. Right. But there was, uh, you know, one or two people that I worked with that when they saw certain customers, like people that they did not like, they would either throw the food on the ground before putting it in the wrapper to send it out, or they would spit in it. Ugh. Right, and that's a personal vindictive thing. I'm right. not sure if that has anything to do with tipping. It because doesn't. like you said, this is a fast food restaurant. Tips aren't involved in that right. instance. Th- this was just somebody being a dick fuck. Right. All right, so let's go to number four. Number four, bringing me my food isn't worthy 
of being paid extra. Which goes back to number two on being paid yeah. little money um, by the establishment and relying on the tips to make your, your and then except, he, except, some he, places, except he focuses on the other people in the establishment, like the cooks. In, you know. in a lot of places, the cooks actually get a portion of the tips. Yeah, I mean, because they have a large influence on how the right if how the, the experience goes. If the if food, the food sucks, is cooked well, then somebody is more likely to leave a better tip. Except you're never going to see the cook unless you actually say, "Hey, look, I need to see the cook about this." Right, and bring which him is out. really weird that the, the cook. Well, so it's the poor waiter or waitress who gets right, the who gets, who gets the, the back flack. the flack of the cooks yeah. screwing up, or generally. Sometimes people will request think, I, the manager. But I think Can mo- you send but I, the manager over here. I've got a problem. Yeah, but I think most people realize that the waiter is not the guy. Who I would hope your burger. so. But but some people, right, they, but, I said, the, but I said back to the vindictive people again. So it goes both ways. So all right. right. There's also the people that you know they had a bad experience on the airline or their bag got you know shipped off to the wrong location. Mm-hmm. Who do they take it out on? Not the dumbass in the hub that they transferred out of that put the bag on the wrong airplane. They take it out on the poor on the staff guy. working the counter. And then they yell at you and tell you, to, I don't care that you can give me $25. My suit costs 5000 and it's in my bag. <laughs> you heard, this sounds like something you might have heard. I worked for an airline for four years. For the last year I worked for the airline, I was a counter person in Myrtle Beach, which is a very big tourist town. Mm-hmm. And there were a bunch of people that their golf clubs, for whatever reason, would not be on the flight that they were on. And there would be people that would continuously tell me, I gamble more than that per hole. Wow. I generally put down $200 a hole. It's like, I don't make two hundred dollars in a fucking day, you prick. And then uh, number five is the same thing as number two and number four. It's money doesn't grow on trees. So I think really this guy has a problem with spending money on quality items. Yeah, that's me. Be happy oh. if I give you anything at all. So basically, you should worship me for making sure that your business stays intact because without me coming here to buy this $4 entree, <laughs> you would be out on the streets. Oh, Daryl. I, I can tell. Bloody that, hell. I can tell that Daryl has worked in some of these uh, positions and has been tipped badly. You were not rewarded for your service, son. I've also had very good tips from some people. I have too. But so, o- overall, I would say that I know exactly what type of person this douche fuck is, and he's the guy that I always hated washing his car because he wouldn't fucking tip. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that, when I worked for the airline, would always find something to bitch about. So really, this comes down to... This guy's it's a, a douche fuck. It's a t- well, it's a two-fold problem. One, this guy's a douche. And doesn't feel like he needs to pay for the service that he's getting. And two, the establishments are partly to blame because of the structure of not knowing what type of structure they have. You know, like with haircuts, how much. I don't know how much you're supposed to tip for a haircut because I have no idea how much of what I'm paying goes to the person to begin with. 
Um, you know, if and then same with like tattoos and whatnot. I mean, that's a huge like I didn't know you were supposed to tip for tattoos. Dude, if I get a good tattoo, I'm, I I think that's a get given. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, 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 but not a lot. Some people don't know that you're supposed to tip your tattoo artist. Uh, After you paid out. a grand for your tattoo, you figure this guy must be getting a good hunk of that, and who knows how much the studio's getting. Uh, I figured like that. that out when I got my second tattoo. Yeah. Because I had asked the guy, or it might have been the third. I, I don't remember. It, it was well, one of the you know earlier ones. And I was working out the price with the guy on size. I was like, you know, I wanted about this size. He was like, uh, it'll be this much. I was like, can you, you know, make it a little smaller because this is what I'm looking for. Or, you know, like, this is my budget for the thing. He was like, Come I'll on. do it for that price. Just give me a good tip. And so I wound up giving him about what he had originally asked for. Right. On the, this is what it would cost. But then I knew that the extra 40 was going to him instead of to the tattoo parlor. Right. So, yeah, it's kind of – it's a little bit of an establishment problem. This guy's obviously a douchebag and doesn't yeah. want to – doesn't – it feels like he's entitled to free service. Yes. That's what I wonder what like this douche fuck does for a living. He's a food critic. I told you. You don't know that. <laughs> His website is at imadouchefuckfoodcritic.com. I can feel it. I wonder who this guy is who keeps commenting on uh, some of these free Keen postings. He's he's listed as a guest, uh, which most people, as I've noted before, do not post as on the free Keen sites. They at least tell us who they are, even the haters. Right. But his whole argument is Conan. Isn't about time you took down your anarchy sign behind you in this in this in the uh, studio he, he here. Actually, says time to grow up well, and get rid of that anarchy yeah. flag. Uh, because uh, taking taking the lawsuit to the city to the uh, Keene District the school district somehow is uh, using so the state against itself. Well, it's using the state. Against itself. Well, that's why we're that's, that's, that's why caveat. we're doing it. <laughs> it's where we are. I feel very fair that uh, that we are highlighting their hypocrisy. I think that it's a very fair move on our part. Right. I think that it's necessary. I think, I, I think that it opens up eyes. I think it's a. I think it's a good form of activism. But I would never use the state to fight you on something. That's that, that, would, that, would, that would be point ridiculous. Of clarification. There is no private alternative to turn to. It's kind of like when I leave this house. How do I get to work? Of course I got to use fucking... Government roads. Of course I got to use their fucking roads. There's no other alternative. So, I mean, as soon as I leave this turf, I'm on, I'm on gang turf. And some might consider that this, this very dwelling that I live in is gang turf because I don't really own it. Even though they say that I do and that if I, you right. know, it's my, it's my castle and whatnot, but... If I stop paying them the the surf fees, then uh, they'll send people with guns. Right, to, and I think that's the, dis- that's the distinction. Yeah, it's using the state, but you have to add the caveat: it's using the state against the state. I have no problem with using the state against itself. I have a problem with using the state against other individuals, um, provided this. If, I, provided the alternative can be used. If you, some if pe- you tried alternatives and, right. you, and it failed through and through and there isn't an alternative. There is no other option. There is no private option. 
Now the big companies they've have they have their own private options. They settle out all the time. Uh, After going, of course they they, 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 they don't even go to court. They don't even go to court. Some you're right. Things get filed through the court, and then they take care of it outside. No, of the not court. always. I mean, I work for a huge company, and we settle with uh, other companies, you know, disputes without ever involving the court at all. Mm-hmm. We say, well, uh, we think you know we owe you a million dollars. You owe us two million dollars. We'll split. The, we'll we'll call it good. You but pay us five hundred thousand. We'll call it a debt. But it's the same thing with customer slips and falls and whatnot. We we try to handle that right you know right not under the table but i mean it's all recorded everything they know about it but i mean it doesn't it doesn't benefit walmart to take any of that crap to court right. they're going to lose every single time and, it's, it's and, the, a, and the people who by the way who live off these lawsuits these slip and fall lawsuits they know that crap these, right. those are the evil people in the world by the way those but then the, obviously there are some times where like you know somebody you know, wrecked your car or, you know, crashed into you. They didn't have insurance or something. And, you know, you ask them to make right and whatnot, and they refuse to do it. They say, sue me. It's like, well, yep. I don't have another choice. I have to use the state because that's the only that's the only thing that they know. Um, but in this case, we are using the state against the state. I have no problem with that. And I, I hate when people quote, well, so-and-so said blah, blah, blah. But Lysander Spooner is often considered to be, you know, one of the great anarchist thinkers or philosophers of all time. And he even wrote about, you know, using government ballots in self-defense, voting in self-defense, using government against itself. Yeah, that's kind of one of the things that I've kind of gone back and forth with the voting thing. It's... um. At this point, I believe I am doing it in self-defense as much as possible. If I can stave off some bad things, it's worth it to me. Yeah. Though I know I know in national elections I'm going to get screwed anyways. Right. But you, if enough people start voting defensively, then we might. All right. Well, here, let's look at it another way. Let's let's, let's defend Mr. Guest. His argument might be that if you use any form of self-defense as far as, like, voting or using the state against the state... Or using their roads... You can't be a pure anarchist. You can only be a minarchist. So in... I would say that nobody can be a pure anarchist because you have to use their... Unless you live completely off the grid... On untaxable land. On land that somehow is not taxed. Or land in which you just refuse to pay taxes. And you, ne- and you never leave that land. You never leave that land. You buy, or you, you can't buy anything from anyone. You can't even barter with your neighbor unless your neighbor never leaves their land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So you would have to be completely self-sufficient and living off the grid, which means that you would not be posting online because there's no way to get online without in some way connecting to something that is in some way connected to something that received funds from a government. Then that would work. Uh, and maybe that's this guy's point. He had, he didn't point, po- uh, post it in, in so many words. But maybe he's just saying you can't be an anarchist. It's, it, it's, in, it's impossible. Not with the current structure, no. With any structure. I mean, even if I was to get it down to the level where I wanted at, my neighbors and I are still going to have to get together Every now and then, you would be more and, of a and, voluntarist and, and, and talk about how we're gonna how we're gonna fix up our roads. You, when they, you would when they, be more when they of a voluntarist than an anarchist. Yeah, well, 
But but we still become a type of government. It might be only three of us voluntarily. But and so, well, no. What if the guy on the in, on the corner there doesn't want to? He's like, well, we don't need to improve the roads every five years. I want to go every seven years. So if you guys go ahead and spend this money on this, I'm, I'm not paying. Well, that's fine. And we're like, well, but he, but he uses the road to get out of our cur. He has to use the road to get out of here. We become a government of three. He's the fourth. I mean, these are these are the little questions. And of course, this is what they'll say whenever anyone tries to fight the roads. But which, by the way, the roads are the last fucking thing on my list of things to do. The last, right? The, the big, and the big, the big one in my book is this fucking school. Sixty-two percent of my property taxes just right. It's that's just, the it's biggest just, It's problem. killing the, the city. The roads are easy to cover if. And by the um, way, and by the way, the roads are supposed to be settled already by the uh, the whole gas tax, which uh, you know how which, much how much how much how much of fuel toll how much that, how really, much of that fuel toll is being spent on the roads and not going really to the states. It should just be registration. Should be basically a use fee. You know, I I pay you know three hundred bucks a year. I get to use the roads. Call it good, and roads might be something where a monopoly is probably a more advantageous way to go, mm-hmm. even government or not. And maybe even the cable companies as well. So you don't have just cra- craziness, right? Like you know, three different companies all using the same telephone poles to get. Well, cable that's what happens ask. in like where I, where I yeah, just big came cities, from in it's, Columbus. It's horrible. You can get you can get six different places, but I, I think roads uh, a monopoly is probably an advantageous thing. Just just because of logistics and whatnot and having to make multiple paths to the same thing. Um, but Here's I, a hint, guest. We don't claim to have all of the answers. Right. But, I mean, a use fee would be a simple way to go um, as, far as, as far as the roads are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't need to be taken out of property taxes or whatever. Yeah, the whole, the whole toll ride idea, those, those work on big interstate roads and stuff, but if you had to pay a toll just to get out of your driveway... Right, there's and a that, little, little booth there that, or something. That, that's just that's ridiculous. The, that's the that's the registration slash use fee that you pay to the city to, yeah. for for your local. And, and then you also pay fuel tax, fuel tax, the registration. Well, that's a totally different. And then, problem. And, then, and the city is also taking money out of your property taxes to pay for what for parking. Right. So what about people that only ride a bicycle? That's fine. It's good, a fringe good. benefit of having a system in so place. So you don't. So you don't pay a registration fee, and you also don't pay a fuel tax. So. Right. So it might benefit everyone to, to drive their bicycles. It might be a way to... Uh, it, might, it might just be a fringe benefit of being around. I mean, I mean, there are companies that donate X, Y, and Z for things for, for yeah. use. That might be something that the road company does. Yeah. If you ride a bike, knock yourself out. It's good. Whatever. Well, I'm not going to lose any sleep over this. Right, yeah. Roads, uh, roads are way down the list of I'm not, problems. I'm not dropping my, my idea, I, ideal, uh, ideology uh, as far as it being an anarchic, anarchist cap. Oh, wow, that was a strong drink. And, and this, I claim it, and I'm not walking away right, from it. And there's no problem. Everybody's like, well, then you can't get goods because they're all delivered on the roads. Well, that would mean the trucking company would have to pay a slightly larger amount to use all these Roads and whatnot, which would be added into the price of my goods. That's fine because then I'm not getting taxed to hell for shit I don't buy. Exactly. Or shit I don't transport. That's more. That's, that is more of a fair that tax than all these. That is much more of a fair tax than all these fair taxes they're trying to uh, exactly. ram down our throats. I have no problem paying extra for my goods because they had to pay extra to transport them. I'm cool with that. That's fine with me. So if I want to just stay on my plot of land and have crap delivered to me, 
they're paying the tax on the usage of the road, exactly. which is then passed and on to the customer. Exactly. They all, all they, Therefore, you're not a real anarchist. Because you, you, you're, because paying, you're, you're paying taxes. paying a tax. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> no, what if the, if the roads are owned by a private company, then they're paying the usage fees, then, then it's fine. But not it, a problem. Blah, 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 something, something. Yeah, you're exactly. still not a real anarchist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> companies, if this company exists, you can't be an anarchist. You have to destroy all companies. You got to be a communist anarchist. Oh, God. Uh, anyways. You, can, you've got to be an anarcho-primitivist. <laughs> Primitivist. I want the fucking flying cars. I don't want to grow food in my backyard. Flying cars would solve the problem to the roads thing, because then yeah. people wouldn't have to build them. That's there, why there Ernie you, might ha- you might have some airspace problems. That, that's though. why Ernie Hancock on Declare Your Independence has the thing roads where we're going. We don't, don't need, need roads. roads. That's a, oh. All right, so let's read this thing about the guy that says that we say fuck too much and don't talk about <laughs> real shit. Bruce writes in, Conan, I watch your program every week. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I wish that you folks would discuss topics about how your lifestyles will work in today's world, which I thought we, we kind of do. Generally do. It, which is pretty much all we've done this entire I, show. I guess we have to define today today's world. What does he mean by today's world? Oh, uh, right, because when he watches this, it's like ten days later. No, 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 not anymore. It's 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 pretty fresh. Okay, no. so oh, it's I'm three not, days later. I'm not talking about that. I'm Wednesday. talking about the. I'm talking. What does he mean by today's world? Do we mean a, a world in where technology is? Do we mean a world where the government owns everything? And I I, I don't know what like, he's actually a, a, saying. As being a, you, you need to pretend to be an anarcho-realist. <laughs> of, I would like there to be no government, but knowing that there is one and that they claim ownership of almost everything and try to regulate everything, that's why we're taking the school board to court because we are being realist and acknowledging that they do horrible things and that they violate their right. own rules. Prime, prime example of what, what I am doing and I know that Daryl is doing uh, is living my living my life day to day, and I just I encounter these things, these these oppositions, and I attack them as I go. For example, I'm getting my house reassessed. I got it reassessed. They dropped some off. They didn't drop it as far as I wanted to. So now I'm appealing. I'm using the state. If you were a real I, anarchist, I paid, you wouldn't have a house. I paid sixty five bucks to the state to get the, to to reappeal or to I'm sorry to appeal the the process. And last week they called me in, the city did, to have a little settlement agreement because they want to work with me, see if we can't work something out. So they dropped it down another thou or two. I'm like, no, no, no. Your website says market value. It says fucking market value. I want to pay, if I'm going to be paying taxes on this stupid house, I want to pay according to what this house, what I purchased this house for. Well, we can't do that because it's it's not fair. We have a fair. I, I don't remember what the terminology used, but there's a fair property tax thing everywhere, and that's what they use to value the houses. So if the house next to me is 130 thou, or 150 or whatever, my house is most likely going to be something close to that, even if it's fifty thousand dollars cheaper. If I don't have a garage or the smaller property or whatnot, the fact that a house is more is is that price and mine is right here next to it. The fair value will will increase my value, and that's what they use to. Uh, that doesn't sound like market value at all. Market value is what the fuck it sold for. No, it, what it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound fair. 
which is what they call the damn uh, move in the first place. So, anyways, that's yeah, a, like that, the fair tax. That's that's a that's a prime example of what I do. Everything, every time one of these these shenanigans get put on my doorstep, shenanigans. I'm out there doing what I can to let the public know, let you guys watch and know, and and I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna take it lightly. I'm not gonna take it lying down. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna raise a ruckus. We have to sta- we have to stave off as much damage as possible. Until we can turn things going the correct direction. So that's so that's what I do. I as much as I can, I do. Uh, there's something there's something else that happened this week. I'm not going to touch on, but I'm gonna I'm actually going to fold. I'm going to fold on it. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. But I mean, I can't I can't worry about thugs coming into my house, taking my equipment, and deciding that they're going to take all this equipment as well because it just happens to be in the same house. They, I'm gonna I, so I mean. Fuck you guys, fuck you thugs. Um, you, there's a place for you. Hold on, there's Bruce a, says that there's a place we for you in the afterlife. Cut back on the f bombs. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry about that, Bruce. So he continues on, like, what would you all do to replace the government? We kinda, kinda, talk kinda, about kinda, that all the time. Kinda, we're doing things like the armed forces. We don't talk about a whole lot. Uh, what would we do to replace the national defense? And whether we even need a fucking national defense? We probably don't. Considering where we are, yeah, as, it, it, it depends how big of an entity we want to call ourselves. If we want to go with the United States, the United States doesn't need a friggin' armed forces. Who's going to invade us? Canada? I don't think so. Well, if we get rid of, you know... The, the, f- the last time there was a war with Canada was in 1812, and it's only because some of the fucking American military invaded fucking Canada. Right. So the biggest problem is... Uh, getting rid of the armed forces would probably be a good thing because it would make it less likely for people to come over here because we're not meddling in their shit. Yeah. yeah. Close I mean, down all of the military bases around the world. There you, we go. You, know, you hit on it. If we stop fucking with people, there won't be any need to defend ourselves. The only reason people hate us is because, is because we of our freedom. I mean, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we meddle in everything. The, so. the U.S. government could cut the military budget in half and still and have would one still of the ten largest militaries in the world. You do what Switzerland does. You give every citizen a gun, and if they need it, they need it. If they don't, they just let it sit in the Well, corner. you're really not an anarchist if you want the government to give all those well, citizens not, maybe guns. Maybe not the government. <laughs> abolish or, or, all or, gun laws. Or to even make it a law. Ab- abolish gun laws, allow people to own what they need. That, that and, is uh, one thing. I, I, I'm glad that you brought that up, and I realize that we're running low on time. But... There's the theory that, you know, education is a right, so government must provide it. Healthcare is a right. Government must provide it. The right to bear arms is spelled out in the U.S. Constitution. It, actually it says, is not a right. It actually says it's that it's a right. right. It actually says it's a fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, uh, no, 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 The one that thing work? that's listed as a right isn't a right, and the other ones yeah. that aren't are silently rights. Unfucking believable Not only are they, but the government must provide them to you. Right. The only right you... You, you have the right to free speech. But we're not going to allow you to use the airwaves that you, you want. Exactly. We're, so we're, we're, we're going to say you, that you have the freedom of the press, but we're we're not necessarily going to you know provide you with pen and paper. You know, we're we're not going to provide you with documentation at the court that we provide registered journalists 
unless accredited. you're a unless you're an accredited journalist, we're going to charge you for it. Well, what happened to like you know citizen journalists? What, what what happened to you know freelance? What happened to the idea of freedom of the press? Right. So. Bruce also adds, all right, so things like the armed forces and also protection from people in power, like a Hitler type, and so on. And as far as the Hitler types, I mean, we have our own, we actually, we have our own Hitler type here in Keene, who I despise. But as far as the big Hitler types, I, I could care less about the federal government. I, I don't believe that we should be doing business with them. Uh, we've got our own thing going on here. I think, I think seceding from them would be so easy. Yes, they don't give back any of them, any of what we give to them, and when they do give back to us, there's all it's always a hook. Strings it's always a hook. Though I think one of the big problems would be if, say, um, Maine were its. Own, I don't know why Maine would be its own country, but say, say Maine was Germany and New Hampshire was Poland. Poland. Yeah, uh, I've, we I've, might have a problem at that point. What do we do about the the Hitler except, types? Except, except we make all the guns. Well, that's yeah. We and, do and have the, and the Bearcats. Yeah, well, that's or, true. Or the we ball, have, all the ball bearings for the Bearcats. We anyways. have Six Hour and we have Ruger, Ruger. so uh, we're pretty well armed here at least. Yeah. Uh, if, if something should hit the fan, but in this day and age, with the technology we have and how fast information can go, I don't think the ability for a Hitler type to spring up again is likely, at least on this continent. And, well, until the economic uh, currency the, uh, that we all use collapses completely, and then we'll, we'll, that'll be a different show. Bitcoin's but, but never going to collapse completely. We'll have, big, we'll have Bitcoin. But even then, I, I still— I thought that's what you meant by the currency we all use. I mean, FRNs. Right. Uh, I, I still don't think that an uprising of that type would happen again, at least on this continent, just because of... I think, it, I think it'll happen just because history is circular like that, and it's going to happen. Tough. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And he also doesn't want us to say fuck as much, but uh, whatever. Bruce, I've actually considered saying fuck less. Um, also, I know that uh, Brett was on a show a little while ago, and he actually went through and actually bleeped out the fucks. And by the way, it sounds the show sounds really neat when you bleep all the fucks well, out. It's, it's I, really I, fun. I think he did that mainly because I went on that profanity-laden rant yeah. in which I probably dropped the F-bomb at least 30 times in about a good minute. Yeah, I've actually considered it, but I, you know, I'll, I can cut back. I can cut back. Some of the some of the other shows when Daryl's not on, we cut back a whole lot. Uh, I know that Daryl, this is his girls' night out, and he really needs to get it out of his system so he can go back to work next week and do a good job on his other shows where he's not allowed to cuss. Yeah, uh, this is his one. This is the one opportunity for him to get it out of his system, and uh, yeah, he's more. I think he's more honest on the on this show than he is on his other shows. Yes, he's allowed to let loose. But uh, hey. Bruce, thanks for calling in or writing in. Right, and as far as these problems, uh, there's a solution. I, we're not 100% sure what the solution is at the moment, um, but uh, I don't think it's problems that we have to worry about anytime soon. So it's about that time, Mr. Darrell. This is your thing. Double click. What did you learn? Mr. Free Rock, what did you learn during the show tonight? Um... Something about I G. think that yeah, I think that G needs a new shampoo. I think that G um, has been good for the whole year, and he might have gotten us something. 
He might have just he might have just got into something that uh, doesn't agree with his little his old skin. He's been itching himself the whole <laughs> evening, and now he's working on his. Uh, He's know, trying he's, to chew off his penis. He's working on his business. No, he he's got some, uh, he's got like a rash or something. Yeah, it's uh, he's not feeling good. It's I no told good. you, well, man, I, he's got the herp. Oh, he looks good to me. He looks. I mean, he looks like he's doing well. Your little he's boy's got the herp. Very active. He's got very dry ears. He's getting a little dandruffy. Yeah, I think he's just got dry skin. He'll be good. So, Conan, yeah, what do you learn? Uh, something about moose, meese, mice, mooses. Moose. And that snowmobiles go on snow. Yes, I learned. jet skis are for water. I learned that jet skis are not uh, to be interchanged with snowmobiles. They are completely different. Uh, they might be cousins. I, uh, I, I would say the jet ski was probably spawned off of the idea. Of My the, question the is, here in the north, we do have, say, for example, Laconia, which is a nice little the I- lakes islands region. And, yeah, the little lakes region. I wonder if there is a snowmobile slash jet ski that can be used either way. Or is that just too much? I Probably don't too think much. so. Too much as in it would just be cheaper to have one of each yeah. and not try to mix the two? Because... Yeah. They don't work on the same sort of thing. One needs to be buoyant. The other one needs to be heavy. Huh. Well, uh, a, a snowmobile can get across water. Yeah, but that's not buoyancy, though. Right. But also, the snowmobile has a drive shaft that turns the track. The jet ski blows out some sort of like water-air sort of thing. It's got a it's got a propulsion device. Well, it's still got a, a propeller, but it's in a channel, so it sucks the yeah, water a, and spits it out the back. Uh, what what they call the inboard uh, motor, right? So I don't think they'd work. Darryl, no. what did you learn? Snowmobiles are ma- much heavier. I learned that the guy that wrote the five reasons I don't tip really only had two and a half reasons, <laughs> and he turned it into five. And he's a douche nozzle. He's he's a dick fuck. <laughs> he basically thinks he can get service for free. Yes. Oh uh, well, he'll he'll maybe he'll learn or he won't. And uh, I guess the waiters that wait on him will um, inform him in some way, maybe spitting in his burger. Well, I would I would hope that establishments would no longer welcome people like that. Or yeah. at least, or pay their waiters a little more. And like Dunkin' right. Donuts, or who is the one? Who's the establishment here that uh, pays their Waiters up front. It's Duncan. It's Duncan, right? They're like a fast food restaurant. Yeah, Duncan's like a fast food. Duncan actually has a sign that says tipping is not allowed. Any money left behind is considered abandoned. That's what I mean. Good to go. Hey guys, you've been watching Black Sheep Rising. Also, not bringing food to your fucking table. If you'd like to get in touch with us, see what we're up to. Go visit our Facebook page, like Bruce did here, and leave us comments and tell us what you think. Uh, if you want us to cover certain stories, leave them there in the uh, the comments, and uh, we'll consider it. Questions? Yes, questions too. Um, if you want to get in contact with us directly, you can uh, leave an email at show at blacksheeprising.org, or you can leave a voicemail at 267-521-2771. The website is blacksheeprising.org. Everything is there, all the archives, the videos, and whatnot. You can also catch us on Stitcher, and on iTunes, if you want to go that route. Daryl, anything? FPP.cc. Uh, FPPradio.com. Outstanding. 
You can catch uh, Eric here on the uh, Cop Block Radio Show every Wednesday. Every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. at fprnradio.com. Never-ending cop abuse over in his area. Never-ending. Never-ending. Not here in Keene. Not so so much in Keene. Not so much here. Everywhere else? Everywhere else is pretty bad. So uh, we're going to leave you with another crazy song. It looks like it was uh, directed by uh, our friend Garrett. Um, I don't think he, he would ever, ever even listen to this music. So he probably did not direct this video, but it sure looks like he directed this shit. Uh, Daryl, you're going to love it. This is Empire of the Sun Walking on a Dream. Guys, we're going to see you next week at the same time. Good night. Do you have itchies? He's got some. He's got some. He's got a little red spot. During the uh, 
winter months, he gets little sores on the tips of his uh, ears. Yeah, drying out. The hurt. I don't know if he's doing that. He's scratching himself, and he's. It could just be dry skin. I put lotion on my dog. He puts the lotion on the skin. I put lotion on my dog too, or dude. Else he gets he the hose again. Really what the fuck is that? It's not. It's under silence. Sit down. There you go. What? It's not under silence of the limbs. Did I put it under lotion? Probably. Yeah, I have to put lotion on my dog's ears because it flakes so bad. You've got three fucking soundboards. Oh, that's under lambs. Shut up again. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. (laughs) When we're doing the show, I'm going to talk like this, but we're not doing the fucking show, so (laughs) I'm going to have it down here. Yeah, I know. I, I thought that you were... You're louder than I thought. What? You want me to talk? Yes, talk. Talk. I'm talking. Talk normal like you were just now because it got really loud when you started really talking. Snowmobiler said, attacked by a fucking moose. Eric. What? Yeah. What, what about the snowmobiler? I don't know. That's, he got, so, that's he not sh- a, so that's not a jet ski. He, no, that is the snowmobile. Yeah, okay. that's the snowmobile. What's the, all right. What's the difference? <laughs> a jet ski goes in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know this. Now. That's a baby moose. Are you guys ready to go? Sure. I've been ready for 15 fucking minutes. You guys have been talking the whole time. (laughs) I've been... Oh, hold on. I got to do my checks. Let's see. VMix recording. He blames us, and he's not gone through the fucking checklist. (laughs) Playlist. By the way, I was looking for... I usually take a scene from the show and uh, use it as the thumbnail for the video. And I was looking for some good shots, and I found some excellent shots of us talking. We're all engaged, and the dog is there. I'm like, oh, this is excellent. And I was getting ready to cut, and I saw his fucking dick hanging out. I'm like, nope, can't get that. that so I'm, so, so I'm scrolling. No, it was when Free Rock was here. He was on Free Rock's lap. So I was scrolling through trying to find a dickless shot. He was there for the whole time, dude. It was just all out. Wait, is paprika a spice? That's illegal and keen, bitch. (laughs) This song is illegal and keen.